you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hello, everyone. I'm Mario Flaria. Welcome back to Mmm, a food podcast where you can come to listen about all the great things happening on the local food scene, great restaurants community events, and of course, food that make me go mmm. Joining me now are Eric Weiner with PVD Food Truck Events and Max Reeves with Red's Street Kitchen. Thank you both for joining me. Eric, I'm going to start with you. Tell us about PVD Food Truck Events. So PVD Food Truck Events was born out of our um, parent company, foodtrucksin.com, which is a website that's a directory of over 9,000 food trucks across the country. And when we launched that website, I traveled around the country visiting food trucks um, at events and at company events and on street corners and came back and said, you know what, Providence and Rhode Island deserve something similar for large events. And we started to uh, to produce local community events throughout Rhode Island. It started with Food Truck Friday at Roger Williams Park, which is just about to enter our eighth season. It's our flagship event, and we'll do that 25 times from April to September. Nice. Oh, that's going to be a sure sign of spring when that starts. When exactly does it start? So the, the calendar this year is it just really works in our favor, which I feel like we all deserve after a couple of seasons of COVID. So we launch on Friday, April 15th, which also happens to be Good Friday. So it's the first day of school break. Um, so schools will be closed and then schools are closed all the following week. So our first two food truck Fridays of the season will be April 15th and April 22nd at Roger Williams Park at Carousel Village. And it'll be the kickoff of what will be a great season for us. For folks who haven't been to the event or maybe even haven't heard of it, how would you describe it to them? So for us, I like to describe it as um, the bringing back of the uh, the town square meetups and get-togethers. Uh, it's a place where when you come on a Friday night, you'll find uh, at least 15 different food trucks, so a variety of different food options. Uh, every week we have live music. We rotate through 20 different uh, local live musicians. And of course, we have beer and wine. Um, Trinity Brewhouse has been our beer and wine partner. We've got some very exciting things to introduce from them this year, which we'll, we'll uh, announce soon. Uh, and then we're inside Roger Williams Park which is an iconic park and we've partnered with Roger Williams Zoo and they run the carousel and train rides and the Hasbro Boundless playground so it's really when you show up on a Friday night at five o'clock you find all ages you find all backgrounds you find um, single people coming alone you find people on a date and you find, find multi-generational families coming out and on any given night uh, you basically are walking into a pre-made um, community gathering of, of 800 or 1,000 people. That is great. Now, until then, what uh, these food trucks, do they just stay idle, or are there things happening even in the cold winter months? Yeah, so there are really three components for a food truck that generate their revenue. You know, one is historically street service. You know, when street service is when they pull up to a busy street corner, you know, during lunch or dinner time, and they just get walk-up traffic. And really, that's the, the, the piece of the business that I would say pays the bills, right? It keeps you sustained from day to day, but it's not really a profit center for them, but it helps pays the bills. The second component is um, is private events. You know, when you're hired for a birthday party in a parking lot or a company hires you for an employee appreciation, you know, or if a hospital has a, um, a time when they can't use their kitchen and you come and feed, you know, the employees and the um, 
and, and people in the hospitals. And then the last component is large public events. So, you know, the events like we produce and other, you know, iconic events in Rhode Island, like, you know, the Folk and Jazz Festival. So those three components probably, you know, make up all of the sales for a food truck. You know, I would say that the average food truck is looking for 20 to 25 percent of their revenue to come from um, street service. You know, probably another mix of 50-50 of their revenue comes from private events and public events, which is their more their more profitable opportunities. Yeah. And it's a great way to support, obviously, local businesses and local restaurants. Yeah, and, and as much as hiring a caterer to come to your house for a, um, a holiday party or something is a super fun, cool thing to do, you know, what, a lot of the things that we hear from people that hire food trucks is, you can use a food truck in a way to surprise your guests that you can't do with a caterer. You're like, hey, we're going to have food tonight. And then you don't know what kind of food and the truck pulls up and now you have a food truck there. And also it is truly self-contained. The food truck shows up, they cook on the truck, they feed you from the truck. And when they leave, you don't even have any cleanup to do in your kitchen. You know, and caterers are a great job. But, you know, when your party's over and the food truck leaves, the party's over. Um, and it's a super fun way. We saw a lot of people this winter, you know, that were kind of ready to have holiday parties, but not really in, ready to invite people back inside yet. You know, they did parking lot parties with food trucks and they did driveway parties with food trucks. And we're seeing a real movement with that. Um, a larger, lot of larger companies and a lot of, um, a lot of colleges and universities are now hiring us to bring food trucks on a regular weekly or daily basis to feed employees if kitchens aren't reopened for cafeterias or if they want to reward employees that are working extra hard because as we know everyone's looking to hire and a lot of people that are working are doing the job of two or three people including the food truck owners and you know all the food trucks we work with are also looking for staff and having a food truck to feed your staff is a great way to reward people for the extra hard work they're doing. Is that a silver lining that came out of the pandemic? We saw many positive things that may be around to stay, and that's um, giving food trucks more business. Yeah, I think one of the things that we've definitely seen was a, a pivot in terms of people that may have looked down at food trucks, where we spend a lot of time saying to them, this is just a restaurant on wheels. And when you come out to one of our events, you're having an A plus experience. And a lot of people say, well, that's great, but I have my favorite restaurant and that's what we do on Friday nights. And when the pandemic hit, unfortunately, everyone struggled. But one of the first things to come back was our outside events. And we saw a lot of customers that said, you know what, I'm here because it's the only thing to do. And man, am I glad that I found this. And now they've stayed. So, you know, as business is kind of rebuilding and restaurants are starting to kick back up, I think now for a lot of people, the food truck events are part of their regular rotation now and before they may have not been. And one of the many, many great food trucks you work with is Red's Street Kitchen, and uh, owner Max Reeves uh, is also here, so we're going to bring you into the conversation. Uh, let's pick up on what we were just talking about. Uh, were you able to kind of capitalize, if you will, on the pandemic in terms of being in demand and for your services? I mean, yeah, I'd say it was definitely uh, tough at first trying to get our bearings as to what we were going to um, do, um, but I think what he... To, tack on to what he said a lot of the um the corporate and the employee appreciation events really helped us and also the, the schools and colleges because we've actually teamed up with a few colleges where um we actually get a tablet that goes into the student dining cards so you know that's something new that we never did in the past that um because they've struggled to you know fill the jobs in some of their cafeterias and whatnot and um that's been huge for us um and I think the employee appreciations, I think, are going to be one thing that, that does stay because I think the big offices are going to get smaller and smaller. And there's not, you know, my wife, for one, works from home and she hasn't been to the office in about a year and a half now. Um, and it was a big office. I just don't see 
that I think it's going to be tapered down. I don't think they're going to look to build these huge, you know, campuses, but hopefully in turn that means little events um that are food truck you know and team building kind of events and you know get togethers like he said and that kind of thing so we're excited for the future definitely nice tell uh folks who may not know about you what red street kitchen is all about so red street kitchen um the name comes out of the trailer just being red to be honest uh, we were looking at names and it just popped out that it was red so it became red street kitchen and uh we we did a lot of different food over the years and um started off with some different stuff but uh pretty much settled into um you know really good cheesesteaks uh, handcuffed fries um fried chicken and uh, we run a lot of different specials we run the gambit from you know barbecue down to you know taquitos tacos um mac and cheese bowls all sorts of stuff so yeah we're <laughs> i thought your name came from because the the reds rhode island reds or the rooster it is did like a the, little bit yeah, actually it did come from that i mean we, we liked the rhode island red um rooster and then there was the team too they used to play um so they kind of all came with that and then you know our tag nine line was um our instagram is at reds rhode island so yeah, yeah. Basically, a lot of people think I'm red, <laughs> and I'm not, you know, but... Uh, might have to change your name, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so I know um, you... What's your, like, your signature dish, would you say, or item? So I would say the cheesesteaks, hands down. Um, it's very consistent. It's very um, popular everywhere we go. I mean, a lot of the... Uh, interestingly enough, like a lot of the police force and the firefighters meet us in various towns. So when we go out to Warwick, let's say we get a lot of the uh, police officers and firefighters that show up there and just for cheesesteaks. So that's really, um, it's good to see, you know. Nice. And how many different styles of cheesesteak do you have? So we're always changing it up. I mean, we've probably done, you know, maybe 15 different kinds. Um, we do like a hot Italian with pepperoni, um, fresh basil. Um, we've done a pesto basil um, cheesesteak. We do uh, an Asian style with ponzu. Um, the the most popular definitely so far, probably the, the OG, which is onions and mushrooms, which is like sort of like your classic uh, steak and cheese. But um, to people that come to us a lot, the Blue Zombie and the Big Mac, uh, Big Macs are um, those are home runs for a lot of people. So I think I'm gonna uh, try uh, the ones you just mentioned. Those last two, but tell me in more detail. So what is the Big Mac cheesesteak? So the Big Mac cheesesteak is um, you know really hard seared uh, shaved steak, um, seasoned nicely, and then we just do um, it's your American cheese, and then we have uh, it's a remoulade sauce and um, sesame seeds toasted pickles lettuce and um that's it i want to say a little bit of onion on there too mm -hmm. so kind of like a big mac I yeah guess, huh? exactly yeah <laughs> yeah all right i'm gonna give it a try here mm. oh my gosh now i know in the old mcdonald's commercials they just say they do the big mac uh two all beef patties special sauce What's, so what's your special sauce? Because it's really good. So their special sauce is, um, it's uh, red uh, roasted red bell peppers. Uh, it's got a lot of stuff in it. We, yeah. A little bit of Worcestershire, uh, mayo, um, hot sauce. Um, it's got a little bit of uh, rosemary in there, hmm. um, green olives. Um, it's got, a, you know, I'm probably missing about five, six other things. Right. We don't, you don't want to <laughs> give away your secrets, yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah, this yeah. is your, uh, your trade yep. sauce here, so. And tell me about the blue zombie. And the blue zombie starts with the horse mayo with a lot of pepper in it, um, fresh ground pepper. Um, and then uh, it's onions, bacon, um, blue cheese, and um, 
we basically with all our cheese cheese steaks it's all those toppings on the bottom lots of cheese you know the cheese steak with lots of cheese and then all those toppings on top as well so you kind of get both both sides you're hitting with it you had me at bacon how did it get its name uh, it got its name from um, we I, th- I forget we had like three other names for it that we used to call it um, and we were at a uh, zombie hayride in October you know and um, we just started calling it the blue zombie and then it stuck and you know people really liked it so yeah we just kept with that all right let's give it a whirl mm. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Thank you. I love well, I love bacon, obviously, but blue cheese, the whole combo is just really good. Do you come up with the different um, styles and recipes that for those sandwiches? Yep. Yes, mm. me and the team, I mean, if you know, we love to get creative, so whatever they have, and then we'll tweak it. We all kind of take a bite and see what works and see if we can add something or take something away, Or but yeah, you know. If you ever need a taste tester mm-hmm. for a new style. I was going to say, Mario, you could join. Like, it's not uncommon that when we're setting up for an event, Max says, hey, hey, taste this. I'm like, Max, I've had that a hundred times. He's like, yeah, but we made a change. Can you f- tell, me, tell me what you think? So you can tag along and, and, and be a taste tester on some of these uh, menu item changes with me. Twist my arm. <laughs> and I know recently on Studio 10, you made us a, a bunch of different things that you had. And one I really loved was um, fried gnocchi. I never had it before. I love gnocchi, but never had it fried. What? How did you come up with that idea? So um, we basically on the truck, we were trying to make it um, with boiling water and uh, we only have a flat top. So we can get the water pretty hot, but not at a rolling boil. So it kind of just would turn to mush. So we tried dropping it in the fryer and um, voila, it was awesome. So we kind of go like that holds its structure really well. And it's like a 20 second pickup. So, yeah. yeah. And you have different uh, sauces or toppings you can put on those as well, I mm-hmm. assume. Right now with the gnocchi, we do um, a pesto gnocchi. We do a, a bolognese, which is our meat sauce. A puttanesca, um, which is a tomato sauce with olives and capers. And um, I'm missing one. Can't think of it. That's okay. <laughs> Folks will have to come check you out now. See, we're going te- to leave, leave something for, to tease people so they can come check you out. Tell us, um, so you don't just work out of the truck, though. You have an actual permanent location now? Yeah, we just recently moved into um, Seekonk, and we have a restaurant right behind Fantasyland in what used to be the Sherwood um, and is now One Sports. And so we have a banquet facility and a huge commissary. And um, so we've been working with them, you know, with opening the bar and servicing their guests and bringing our own people in. And, you know, now that COVID's starting to go, we're trying to hopefully book up that banquet hall and the, the ballroom. And, um, you know, we're liking where we're going. So Nice. So is it more just a, a, a banquet like venue facility or is it an actual restaurant? So it's both. We have um, we have a, a restaurant bar, and then we have a separate um, ballroom that um, you know we have like a dividing wall that can shut that off for for private events. Yeah. Nice. And uh, when? How long have you been there? And what's it like to have an actual like per- permanent brick and mortar spot? Yeah. So we've been operating the food truck out of there since um, February of last year, and then we just opened it up in November for the restaurant and um, for the generally you know to eat there yeah so so fairly new Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah definitely and how long have you had the food truck itself for now so we had that since 2017 so it's going on five years and um you know i think this is our fifth year going into our fifth year i suppose so um yeah we've been working with uh the pvd food truck events for since 2017 i want to say as well and um 
it's been an awesome experience and a lot of you know we get a lot of advertisement at all the various events because you know going all over Rhode Island it's not just the same place all the time which is awesome and um, we've we've actually gotten a lot of people to go to the restaurants that have had our food at the various events and that's sort of what it's all about for us now is to push people into the restaurant exactly I was gonna say that's a great way to get out into the community and let them know that you're there and I was gonna say what is it like to be kind of a traveling restaurant on wheels and to hit so many different venues and events um, it's like a different uh, job every time I bet huh yeah it's huge I mean I think you know we, we yeah we're a traveling billboard you know um, which I think you know people see us a lot of time we get a lot of beeps driving down the, the highway and that kind of stuff and so um, you know I think it's something that a restaurant would would love to have we kind of did it in reverse where we got the food truck you know and now we're you know going all around but um beautiful venues all the time um a lot of the ones we've done with eric at pvd events and food truck friday's great um but also you know some of the ones we've done on the water it's like you're you know working in a kitchen my whole life here there's no windows you're in there you walk out and it's bright and you can't see because it feels like it's dark you know and um but with this it's a completely different animal i mean you're right out there it's fresh air you know um lots of people it's exciting you know it's you're dealing with customers which has its pluses and minuses but at the same time it's generally it's it's a great experience talking to people and getting to know the community yeah you can't beat that a day at the office when you're overlooking mm-hmm. the bay or the yeah right we've done a my honestly my favorite is ford adams we've done a few we didn't um the, the jazz fest and some other food truck events there and it's it's so beautiful to be cooking out on that right and watching the tall ships go by and all that kind of stuff is is awesome that's great um anything coming up you want to just kind of give a plug for or talk about uh yeah so we're going to be at um rocks bar in Pawtucket on this friday and um you know our restaurant right now is open thursday through sunday um we do uh takeout delivery and dine-in and um, looking forward to Eric's event, I believe, start up uh, mid-April. So um, once those usually hit, that's when we start to get rolling. And we'll go all the way through October pretty hard. So Great. just trying to get everything organized now because once we get into the midst of it, it's really tough to, you know, you got a lot coming at you. So it's it's And if people want to find out more about you, uh, how do they find you? You can find us at redsri.com and they can email us at contact us at redsri.com. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to keep up. If I think if they look up Reds R I, they'll mm-hmm. find you. Right? right? Yeah, at Reds Rhode Island is our Instagram. Um, even if you just search uh, Red Street Kitchen, we'll come up on Instagram and all, and uh, Facebook. Yeah, mm-hmm. all that stuff. We love social media. It's a great way for cust- you to reach your customers and them to find you. Um, and Eric, once again, uh, remind folks about the PVD food truck events, when that, uh, how they get in touch with you and find out about all the great stuff you're doing. Sure. So all of our social media is PVD food truck events. And then you can go to our upcoming events on our website, which is foodtrucksin.com slash food dash truck dash events. And I know that probably many of you that are listening to this are thinking, wow, April is pretty close, but it's also really far away. You know, one of the things that we really bring to the table is we work with over 60 local food trucks. So if you work at a company and they're bringing in food trucks or want to bring in food trucks, or if you want to do something, you know, uh, on your own for a special occasion, you don't have to wait till April. We've got trucks that are ready to roll now and can uh, help you get things going before the official season starts, which will be April 14th at a location not yet announced. And then, of course, Food Truck Friday starts on Friday, April 15th. Great. All right, Eric Weiner with PVD Food Truck Events and Max Reeves with Red's Street Kitchen. Thank you so much for your time. Before I sign off, i got to get one more bite in. Guys, mm. oh my God, so good.
check out Red Street Kitchen and PVD food truck events when they come up. They'll definitely make you go, mmm.